Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. No! So this was my weekend, by the way. This is why I'm so happy. I bought goalie equipment from Canadian Tire street hockey gear. The one question I have, were you playing with a rubber puck at least? No, of course not. You had street hockey pads on and no protection other than I wasn't even that. wearing a can. How about that? And I went, stacked my pads. I'm like, whoa, I got nothing on down here. I never thought that I would be leaving my pins. <laughs> Seriously. Wow. And no mask. Talk about putting them on the table. This is the Rod Peterson Show. <laughs> hey, yeehaw. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. It was a great winter of playing outdoor hockey, you know. Oh, yeah. Thanks for the reminder, guys. As we rock and roll into a brand new week. How are you, Moose? Great. Are you good? I'm good. You're not as rattled as the other guy running around here in the Leafs gear? I know, right? No, of course that? not. <laughs> You're not rattled? No. Yes, you are. You're just <laughs> hiding it very I'm well. I'm just really good. Yeah, good. Yeah. the stone exterior. <clears throat> for the viewers, well, they can see that I'm wearing a Montreal Canadiens bunny hug. For the listeners, you can't, but that's what I'm wearing. That's kind of triggered me a little bit. But. I am wearing this Montreal Canadiens bunny hug for the rest of you people out there that don't know what that is, it's a hoodie. And I'm doing it for the sake of fashion because this thing is thermal to wear like to minus 40 grade. And under the, I'm doing it just to be a troll. That's it. For all the Leafs fans that I'm surrounded by and all the Leafs fans that are watching today, I will be all in on Le Bleu Blanc Rouge. Sissoir. You know what that means? Tonight, I'm all in on Montreal. Yes. So, look... <laughs> On the show today, longtime Winnipeg Jets broadcaster Brian Munns, also the proprietor of the Humboldt Broncos Golf Tournament. Remind me to ask Munsey about that. And also Saskatchewan Rough Riders punter and uh, Super Bowl champion John Ryan, Packers Seahawks alum Johnny Ryan, JR, coming up in hour two. But let's just jump into the quick six show topics, please. In uh, thank you. this segment that we call the warm-up, and we got a brand new sponsor... I got to say good morning the, to Ecole Electric. The warm-up's brought to you by Ecole Electric, your complete electrical distributor with locations in Regina, Esteban, Swift Current, Yorkton, and Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. Ecole Electric, let's get to work. So we're drinking coffee out of their mug, and we're ready to roll, and I understand that they're big fans of the show, have been for a long time. That's the way it's supposed to work. So welcome, Ecole Electric. The warm-up is for you. 
Uh, Leafs Habs, that's my number one point. So yeah. the news this morning is that 550 health workers are going to be allowed into the game tonight by the Leafs, the NHL, the Ontario government. Uh, so kudos there. But after they get the shots of the crowd in Scotiabank Arena, it's going to be all about the game tonight. And that's the poll question today. Who wins Game 7 for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center? I'm voting for Montreal. I actually think that they're going to win. How about you, Mr. Leaf fan? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You're in a glass cage of anxiety and emotion right <laughs> Tell now. Tell me about it. Yeah. You know, but that's, hey, that's what happens in, these, in the playoffs, right? It's not always about the better team winning or skill taking over. There's that X factor in the playoffs that you just can't account for. And Montreal's got it right now. And it's, most of it's Carey Price. I mean, he's playing as well as ever, which is great. He always does in big games. Um, so I like that. They've got a serious advantage at, on that end of, the, of it. And their young kids have taken over, which is awesome. So it'll be fun. You know, some adversity now with a couple of overtime losses back-to-back when you're trying to close this thing out. It's starting to feel like a playoff series, finally. And at least it will for a game. Well, you would hope that the uh, Leafs had realized they were in a playoff series till now. I mean, when they lost and failed to close it out in game five, I said, I don't think they're nervous yet. They're nervous now. Have to be. And I haven't tweeted it yet, by the way. I haven't tweeted it yet, but I did put it on Instagram, the poll. So what are they saying on there? Yo, you did? Okay, thanks. On Instagram, 65% are saying Montreal wins tonight in Toronto. What are they saying on Facebook? Do you guys have a, a number yet? 52% Toronto. 50-50. <laughs> it's that kind of night. Canada's alive. So it is 5.30, I believe. Mountain time tonight. We'll all be glued to our television set. Are we done with this? Are we moving on? We're good. Okay. Point two. I have written here in the Quick Six Show Topics in big block letters, Leonard. So I thought you were going to maybe roll back the intro from last week or the, the quote from last week when I said uh, Game 7, just start the flower in Game 7 and then whatever you're going to do next series, do what you're going to do. But just start Marc-Andre Fleury in Game 7, which they did. He played every minute for the Vegas Golden Knights against the Minnesota Wild. And then for him to start on Game 1. I was on the golf course yesterday at Deer Valley, and I saw the tweet from our friend Jesse Granger from the Athletic Vegas saying that Leonard was the first off the ice in the morning skate. Well, you know what that now means has always meant he's going to start that night. Texted my brother. He wasn't happy because he's a Golden Knights fan too. And uh, I said, he goes, so what's your prediction? I said, well, Colorado's going to win anyways. It's a throwaway game. And you're all saying, what do you mean there's no throwaway games in the playoffs? It probably wouldn't have mattered. Colorado was rested. Vegas was potentially worn out. It was going to be Colorado's game. Throw Leonard in there, and who knows what's going to happen. Well, we had a feeling what was going to happen. It's what exactly did happen. And he let in two goals in that first period that Marc-Andre Fleury would not have allowed in. They were in a hole. Vegas was not the team that we expect. Colorado goes on to route him 7-1, and everybody's got the series written off. And I think go ahead and write off the Vegas Golden Knights. They're a team that tied Colorado in the regular season. Tied them. Looked them right in the eye. In the big game at the end, they lost 2-1 to Colorado. Last night was not a 2-1 game. Last night was a track meet. So Vegas wasn't necessarily prepared. They went from the defensive juggernaut of Minnesota to this fastest team in the NHL to Colorado when they were on their heels all night. The, uh, the one McKinnon goal showed that. Right? Just... <laughs> You know, went into uh, Mach 3 mode and, okay, 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 we're in a series. It's kind of what Vegas is saying. It's not over. And I told you guys before the show that I got my world's different. Your world's different. I got people all over the continent wanting to make bets with me. And, you know, my old life, I would make those bets with people on the CFL and stuff. Well, now they want to bet on the series and they're from all over the place. And, of course, you know me. Yeah, I'm going to take it. This guy writes me today from, well, this morning from outside Winnipeg. I can't remember where he was. And he goes, oh, yeah, so you can donate that money to the, to the charity of your choice. I'm like, we were betting only on game one? I thought we were betting on the whole series. Yeah. You think it's over? So <clears throat> they got to come back with Marc-Andre Fleury in game two. They got to play a hell of a lot better, and they will. And we haven't even got going yet on Ryan Reeves. What did he do that's got everybody so upset? I don't know. I, I don't know what he did that's got everybody so upset. I know. I know. And it's, but if you, if you saw Jared Bednar after in, in the post game press conference, 
the reporter just didn't know how to ask the question. And he kind of was like, what do you think about the way Vegas played in the third period? <laughs> and he's like, well, it's expected. He's like, I respect it. I, we were prepared for it. I was prepared for it. I would think nothing less. I think they were fine. I think they didn't. The only time I think I disagree with is the Reeves play. He's like, maybe some of the hits were high. Maybe some were late. But he's like, they finished every check. That's what they're supposed to do when you're down. Set the tone for the next game. He's, he had really had no problem with it. I mean, obviously, except for the one play. But we had talked about this after you know, going into game seven, that Fleury plays game seven. And you probably start Leonard in game one. That's when you give Flurry the little bit of That's the what rest. I was predicting. And then he probably can go the rest of the series. But um, we'll see where it goes. But, yeah, not a great, not a great start for, uh, for Vegas. But you kind of expect it. And if they were ready for it, you flush it and get ready for game two. It's unfolding exactly the way that I thought that it would. So not panicking here that the, my favorite team lost 7-1 on Monday night. Kind of laughing that people are writing off a series. Uh, that's about it on that. Um, again, the warm-up new sponsor brought to you by E. Cole Electric. Let's get to work. Point three, other NHL series. Do you know there's other series going on? Did you know that? I know, right? <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> poor Boston, they're New going York. They're game two. Yes, poor Boston, New York Islanders. They're, like, they're the other game tonight. And I understand for our American viewers, and by the way, thank you for spending part of your Memorial Day with us today. Thanks to those who served and who serve in our military in both countries. Um, Boston, New York Islanders, Boston's up one nothing. I've got New York picked to come out of that division and that conference, however they end up working it out. So I'm not too concerned about that. I mean, will you, I guess we'll be going back between both games tonight. Carolina-Tampa apparently is a thing. Tampa won on the road last night 2-1. So, yeah, I guess we will get into those But as those series go along. But they're not as delicious as... These other ones. Right? No, I think that Carolina-Tampa series will be good. I watched game one, and, you know, it was, it was hard fought. It came right down to the end. They got fans in the buildings, which I think is, is awesome. That'll be a really fun series that I think will be a long one, too. But uh, we got to get through tonight first and see where, see where the dust settles. Yes. Okay, see, so people, it's what they want to talk about. Om John Om. And Winnipeg says, really disappointed in Reeves. Wow. What? Punched a guy in the back of the head. They had it coming. And he's from Winnipeg. You should be defending him. You're probably neighbors, and you don't even know it. Where is the comment from the Puck and Pigskin podcast? He says, what about what Graves did to Matthias Janmark? Yeah, what about it? You want to talk about a defenseless guy? Knocked him out of the damn game. Yeah. Nobody's even talking about that. Had such a good game seven. Oh. And Mark did with the two goals in nice game seven. Nice pickup that was at the trade deadline. Oh, so good. And, How you know, just that? elevated his game. And you start making your mark, right? And at, what, at what point does, you know, the target end up on McKinnon's back or Rantanen's back? And it goes back the other way. It's going to be a fun series. Um, Chris Bird in Toronto watching. He says, with any luck, Premier Ford will have the golf courses open for tomorrow. They're not open in Toronto? See, I don't know. I'm out. I'm out. I'm just following what uh, we're doing around here. I can't keep in charge of every jurisdiction. I had a lady say to me on the weekend, Rod, what's the deal with these fans? Do they have to have vaccination passports? I'm like, I have no idea. I don't know what's going on in every city and every state and every province. I know what's going on around me. I don't even really know what's going on around me. I walk into the clubhouse without a mask on the other day at the golf course. I thought they were going to shoot me. Sorry, slipped my mind. And then somebody says, well, you know, it's been a year. Hasn't been a year that we've had to wear a mask in public. Yeah, it's been over a year of a pandemic, but not a mandatory mask mandate. So sorry. Man, they give you a dirty look. Has oh, that yeah. happened to you? Really quickly. I know. <laughs> like the one for me, and, and I, I'm good. I, I keep the mask right in my car. See, I keep one in like various places. So it's easy. I remember. So I don't forget to bring it in. But when I'm outside, I'll walk with it just in my hands. But people start giving you a look because some people are wearing them, you know, walking into 24/7, the store yes. from the parking lot. And they look at you because you don't have it on. I'm like, well, I'm like 30 feet away from you right now. But then I put it on and be respectful and wear it into the store. But if you don't get it on right away, yeah. Is, 
This has brought the worst out in people. <laughs> Not the best. Travis Rosebrook watching. He says the hit on Yanmark was finished 0.67 seconds after he got rid of the puck. Is that considered late or dirty? Go back and watch it again. He already had a teammate hitting Janmark. Why do you got to go in and run him? And he wasn't. He was admiring. He was looking up. Wang! He was defenseless. Yeah, I thought it was late. Shocking. Says the Golden Knights. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, point four, Naomi Osaka. Yeah, so she's refusing. Refu- I'm not a tennis person, but she's doing refusing to do interviews. She's pulling a Marshawn Lynch at the French Open. Yeah, and she's been fined fifteen thousand dollars for not doing interviews because they've been bad. They're bad for her mental health. I'm saying you go, girl. You do whatever you want. You do what's best for you. There are other people that will, will probably want to do interviews. Maybe she's starting a trend here. I don't know. I don't necessarily need to see the interviews. I swear to God. Not just with tennis, but and I don't need to hear what Peter DeBoer had to say after the game last night because I knew why he was starting Leonard. You know what I mean? I don't, yeah. I don't need the interviews. So what Naomi's doing, I'm with, if she thinks, she really thinks this is good for her mental health to not do interviews, then don't do the interviews. Where are you with that? Yeah, and she got fined 15K, and I, I assume that that's for the tournament, for not doing them. I don't know if that's just for not you know, doing the first one and then every time she doesn't go to the podium for the interview, she's going to get dinged another 15K. Whatever it is, that's her price for her mental health. So she obviously thinks well, 15K, they're worth it. They're worth it, right? So she pays it and I'm, I'm cool with it. I really am. You know, I think the fans want to see her. I think the fans want to hear from her. I think that's important. So you got to find a balance. But if it's affecting your mental health, you got to do what's best for you. So I'm on her side for sure. But I'd like to see her find a way that she could do those because there's a lot of fans that want to hear from her. Yeah. But anyways, it's got to be what's good for her. I'm at a point now uh, just through all of this that I, I'm not checking out. When I say I don't care, I don't really care. You do you. That's all. We'll just watch the tennis. But she's, she's starting something, but maybe it's a good thing. And she has said that. She goes, change is uncomfortable. People don't like change, right? So, good for her. Point five, there are three fan incidents in the NBA now. Waited a year to play with fans, and now the, somebody's been spat on. Somebody's had popcorn dumped on them. And what was the one last night? There was another one. Was it, was it the Philly? No, in Boston. It was in Boston with the Celtics, and a fan got charged. What the hell is wrong with people? I have nothing else to say other than that. Like, what the hell is going on? Lifetime ban. <laughs> Lifetime, like, like, stupid. Not, that's not worth it. And point six. Our intern, Rachel, she's up and awake. She's watching the show. You see this? No. She says, Leonard isn't why Vegas lost. They were coming off a tough seven-game series in the Avs, sitting, waiting a week, well-rested. You think Robin Leonard wasn't? What? They were all bad. But go back and watch the goals. Come on. And point six. CFL. And I'm a Leonard fan. (laughs) Be reasonable. You're just down on flurry for whatever reason. Point six. CFL return. We'll talk about that later because we're out of time. But it's going to be awesome. I mean, when I say, I, you saw, I think I put it very eloquently in my column on Sunday. My walls are up. That's all. I'm not a Debbie Downer. I'm not a hater. I want the CFL to play. I know there's a lot of significant hurdles. I had coaches calling me yesterday going, Rob, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? Eh. Again, I'm praying that everything stays on track and they play. Because it'll be great for this show. Because guess what? Who else is going to be talking CFL football in the daytime? Or in this country, in the nighttime or morning time either. We will be the only place talking CFL football when they get back to playing. So let me just say, I want them to play, and it's going to be awesome. That's all I have to say on that. So get it done. The warm-up is brought to you by E. Cole Electric. Let's get to work. Munzee joins us next. John Ryan coming up in hour two. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus Television Network across all 10 provinces and 31 states, live daily on YouTube and Facebook, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. 
you gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey everybody, Rod and Moose here. Breaking news. This important PSA is brought to you by Manscaped.com. This is your pubic service announcement and the news you've all been waiting for. The Manscaped engineering team has confirmed that they have successfully created the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, which is now available for purchase in the USA and Canada. Moose, we're here. We're holding it. If they don't believe me, <laughs> there it is. Listen. I've been using the Lawnmower 3.0 for what, a couple of months now? Yes. And I love it. What did I say in our last podcast? Chat about this. No cords, no clanky razors. You know what? This is handheld, it's sleek, there are no cords, it's got a 90 minute battery life and a headlight. Yeah. But you now have the 4.0, and I have Ooh. to admit, I'm a little jealous. Oh, What do you like about yeah, it? Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, that's why we're doing this in the dark, so we can test out the headlight. It seems to be uh, not even that loud. Oh. Sounds loud there, but it's actually not that no, loud. No, it's, it's right uh, up against the microphone. I'm excited. So uh, we're going to You want to know what's new about it? There was only one size trimmer on the 3.0. Now there are four. Oh. There's a travel lock. You ever traveled somewhere and your razor's been on the whole time and when you get to your destination, your razor's dead? Mm -hmm. This has a lock on it, so that doesn't happen. There's a lot of other things here. As looks-wise, it's sleek, a two-tone matte and gloss finish. Even features a hot foil stamp black chrome Manscaped logo. But more important than that, it's got a ceramic blade and skin-safe technology which alleviates those little nicks, those little bumps, Honestly, it will change your life, guys. And we're asking you to order now and join over 2 million people worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. That's FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. It is. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, there's breaking news today. I thank Chris Bird in Toronto for uh, reminding me of this. I got the email from the Argos this morning. McLeod Bethel Thompson has re-signed with the Toronto Argonauts for 2021. I can count on Chris in Toronto and a few others there for the Argo news and the little pokes, right, to remind us of stuff. So, yeah, things are sounding positive. Guys are coming back to the league. Let's go. And regarding the fan, uh, Tacona Pauly's watching in Winnipeg, regarding the fan incidents in the NBA, he says, Rod, not defending the dude throwing water, but Kyrie Irving said going into Boston, how the fans can get after the win. He goes to center court and stomps on the logo, kind of antagonizing or spitting on someone. So that makes it okay. You can throw stuff at the players. It's okay if you're antagonized. Is that what you're saying? I just want to make sure that, because <clears throat> that's what I said about the Ryder fans when they threw beer cans at the BC Lions. I was okay with that. So I'm just wondering what you're saying. And Scott on Twitter says, hey, Rod, I haven't heard the term bunny hug since I played one season with the Humboldt Broncos in 1985. True Saskatchewan term. Thank you. Munzee knows those terms. Let's get Munzee on our screen. Longtime Winnipeg Jets broadcaster with us now uh, of Gulf Manitoba. How are you doing, Munzee? Bunny hug, Vico. Uh, what else is there? There's three or four things that always seem to catch people's attention. Can we get the Saskatchewan terms from our viewers, please, from you people? Darren, can you think of any? There are some. It's yeah. going to take a while. I'm sorry to put you on the spot, Munzee, but we'll come up with them. Between the two of us here. Oh, yeah. Hey, let's start with a big one. I'm not even a Habs fan. I'm just trolling today. Uh, what, what's, what's your take on Game 7 tonight? Well, it's curious because, uh, obviously, even here in Winnipeg, everybody's waiting with bated breath to find out who the Jets will play in Round 2 of the Stanley Cup playoffs. So, there's some curiosity uh, when you look at both sides. I know he hasn't played a lot, but Adam Brooks is from Winnipeg, and He's a Toronto Maple Leaf that is filled in well in the lineup, and there's Leaf fans everywhere. And then you look at the fact that uh, former Jet Ben Sherratt's a big part of that Montreal blue line. And when you've got Carey Price, who's arguably one of the top three netminders in the National Hockey League in net, it uh, creates for some very much uh, water-cooler conversation, socially distanced, of course, uh, right now here in the city of Winnipeg to find out uh, who the Jets will play starting Wednesday night. 
It's a good question. Has just come in from John in Winnipeg. Munzee, who do you want the Jets to play? Toronto or I knew Montreal? That was coming. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about that one? Well, I don't know, to be honest with you, just based on the fact that, you know, we mentioned Carey Price, like when he turns it up in the Stanley Cup playoffs, he's much like Connor Hellebuck. All of a sudden, when things aren't going right, he can flip that switch and you're not going to beat him. So it's tough to say you want to pick your poison because Jack Campbell's been really good with Toronto as well. But uh, I think you want to avoid Carey Price in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, And we're seeing that. Yeah, tonight, one-game showdown. By the way, Kelly Bale writing in, he says, gotch, Saskatchewan term. Taking the grids. Taking the grids would be another one. Keep them Yeah, the grid road. Yeah, the the grid road. Yeah. Yeah. RCMP, GRC. You know, know, GRC, it says on the RCMP. Do you know what that stands for? Grid road cops, right? Yes. No, it stands for grid road cops. That's what it's stuff. I've no, heard says, that one before. <laughs> it says Gendarme Royal Canadien. That's what it's supposed to stand for. But here in Saskatchewan, it's GRC, Grid Road Cubs. Yeah. Sorry to get off track here. No, not that sorry. Learned something new today. Brand exactly. new week. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> are we done with this series and moving on? Or do you have any other thoughts? Uh, I mean, just have, let me ask you this. How big are you on momentum? Like this wave that Montreal's on, did they just ride it right out to win tonight, do you think? Or is every game an individual entity? Yeah, I don't take a lot of them into the momentum side of it, but I think there is something to playing good and consistent hockey at the right time of the year. You know, there was so many people going into the Edmonton series here where all oh, the Jets had lost nine of 10 games or whatever it was. Well, when they got rolling, if you want to look at the other side, they ended up winning three of five and I think four of six or four of seven. So they started to get their game going at the right direction and Edmonton went the wrong way other than Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl and, and Darnell Nurse, uh, they just didn't have a total team buy-in at the right time, and, and they eventually got swept by a club that was playing uh, some really consistent hockey. So, yeah, I think at playoff time, I don't really know if I would say there's momentum, but I think there is a club that feels good about themselves at a very important time of the year, which obviously Winnipeg did when uh, things got going for real. A lot of Golden Knights fans in Manitoba. I think over half the teams from there, as you well know. So what's yeah. the take this morning on the 7-1 spank job they got at the hands of Colorado last night? A lot of people here writing off the Golden Knights already, and uh, clearly we're not. But what did you think of how that went down? Well, it was quite the game. I was excited to watch it. Obviously, uh, my ties with Jared Bender, the Avalanche head coach, and then Obviously, as you allude to, we do know half the organization here because they come from Manitoba with the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, you know, the only disappointing part, and I had somebody say this to me yesterday when I took my set out golfing, was it's too bad it's round two that arguably the top two teams in the Western Conference are playing right now, and it's not the next round. But you got to win four rounds to get there. So no matter who you beat, uh, it doesn't really matter to win a Stanley Cup. But Overall, I was a little bit surprised that the game did go off the rails as quick as it did last night. But to me, that also just shows how good Colorado is. And I think you could make an argument, and this is probably a conversation for you and a show like this for the next week. If you were starting a team, would you take Connor McDavid or would you take Nathan McKinnon? Because I think there's both sides of the fence to argue with right there. And I, and for me, I've had this conversation in the last couple of days even before what Nathan was able to do in last night's game, and especially that sixth goal, you could just see when he started going at center ice, uh, all of a sudden Vegas was like, uh-oh, and it was in the back of the net, and Robin Leonard had no chance on it whatsoever. So I think Colorado's going to win the series. I think they're a deeper team overall, but in no way is this thing going to go four games. Well, I just caught the defenseman flat-footed. Last night, McKinnon looked like the best player in the National Hockey League, and it's not close. Yeah. Just last night, he looked that good. But this is the playoffs whereby it's an entirely new season. Again, the Golden Knights mm-hmm. and Avs tied in the regular year. The Golden Knights, I don't feel, are done yet. But look at the Winnipeg Jets, man. If this was just an extension of the regular season, they'd be golfing right now, not the Oilers. Let's be honest. talk about the Jets. Where did they flip the switch come playoff time? Well, I think, first of all, Roddy, they got healthy, right? They got Nikolai Ehlers and Pierre-Luc Dubois back into the lineup, which was huge for them. And then they were able, they didn't really rest players going into the Stanley Cup playoffs because everybody wanted to play and not knowing exactly how the schedule would work out. 
Paul Maurice thought it was important to keep players kind of up and running. And then, you know, I think more on the outside of the city than on the inside was the talk about the slump that they were in. Yeah, people were disappointed that they weren't winning a lot of games, but kind of a week out before their 56th game was played, they started to get things going. And, you know, it was well documented. The coach sat Mark Shifley for about half a game about two weeks out, and that kind of caught everybody's attention that, okay, they need to play the right way if they want to have success at the most important time of the year. So players bought into what Paul Maurice was talking about, and all of a sudden now, uh, you know, we'll see if they can carry uh, what they were able to do in that first round against Edmonton into this next series this week against either Montreal or Toronto with having pretty much a full seven or eight days off with only practice time and and being able to uh, get themselves ready here for round two. Trevor in Winnipeg's watching. He says the Jets beat Vegas like 6-1 in the first game in 2018. Vegas then won four straight. So, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, slight apples and oranges, but I certainly get what Trevor's saying here. Um, you mentioned you had Jack out golfing. Was it yesterday? Yeah. yeah. We're, uh, we're in a game? different spot, obviously. Uh, you know what? It's been fun. He's, uh, he shot a legitimate 123 yesterday. Uh, lost three balls, and for a 10-year-old, that's pretty good. Doesn't really have uh, much touch from about 60 yards in, so instead of hitting the green, it probably takes him two or three to get it to where he wants to around the pin, but uh, it's fun. You know what? I think any parent that has a chance to go out and do that right now, we're in a different spot where you guys are. Everything's locked down here right now. Uh, you know, I've been following on social media what the Premier and and what you guys have been able to do in my home province, and you guys are kind of going this way, and we're on a bit of a holding pattern right now. So, uh, you know, you can't golf with anybody outside your own household. Uh, you can't have people over. Stores are locked down. So uh, we'll see how things go here for the next couple of weeks and and hopefully get to, uh, you know, where you guys are right now and get the curve bent back in the right direction here. Yes, we've been very fortunate, and uh, golf is uh, alive and well in this province. There's no doubt about that. Uh, Brian, you asked me to mention the Humboldt Broncos Memorial Golf Tournament coming up at the Humboldt Golf Club. What can you tell our viewers about it? Yeah, thanks for uh, the time real quick on that. So registration is coming up tomorrow morning for the general public. Uh, Jared Bedner and Lori Warford and I have put this on now for the last four years. It's hard to believe it's been four years now since uh, the accident or four tournaments that uh, happened back in 2018. So uh, our sponsorship has been tremendous to everybody that has continued on with us. They've had the last month or so. Uh, the Bronco families from 2018 have all got their teams in ready to go. So uh, for Friday and Saturday, August 13th and 14th, uh, the rest of our tee sheet is now available for you. So at 7 o'clock tomorrow morning, phone lines will be open. You can call the Humboldt Golf Club, 682-2833. Uh, it's amazing how you remember the phone numbers from your youth, right? <laughs> like, I couldn't tell you, Roddy, what your phone number is, but I can remember from being in high school in Humboldt that uh, that's what the golf course phone number is now. And uh, phone in, let us know when you want to play. It's $80 per person. We've got a tea gift. We've got lunch that includes your cart and uh, your green fees. And, of course, all proceeds, again, will go to the uh, Humboldt Broncos uh, Legacy Awards. So we're looking forward in August when uh, we get a little bit further down the calendar here to have a great event in Humboldt again. Good for you for doing that. 682-2833, have I got that right? Yeah. Yeah, it was got all, it. that was also your babysitter's number. That's where you went. Your parents always <laughs> knew where you were. That's right. <laughs> the Humboldt Absolutely. Golf Club. Anything else, Munzee, before we let you go? No, you know what? I think that's just uh, that's where we are on the calendar right now. And to be honest with you, as we look at things uh, here today, Jared and I can't even quite get there yet because the provincial borders are closed and he's obviously busy in the Stanley Cup playoffs. But uh, by the time we get to August, hopefully there's a little bit nor more normalcy. But uh, we understand and we hope that uh, it's going to fill up quick like it has for the last three years. So we're excited about it. And we're also going to have an online auction. We're not going to have anything before or after the event this year we just want to do it right and keep people safe here in 2021 and then obviously we'll have the big event in 2022 uh that we had planned last year with the saskatchewan junior hockey league hall of fame announcement as well as uh the hunter brothers concert that'll be coming up on the driving range so that'll come up next year uh this year we're just going to have uh, a nice little fun tournament for everybody and and slowly get back to the norm so appreciate the time on that for sure 
Wonderful, Munzee. Great job as always. Keep in touch. Let's do it again soon. Sounds good, Roddy. Take care. See you, Darren. Have a great week. There you go. Brian Munz joining us uh, from Winnipeg with a lot of info there. By the way, he just mentioned how you can't even really get in here. COVID-wise, you Mm -hmm. know Craig Adam? Yep. Uh, Sportscaster to the stars. Right. And Yorkton Terriers alum. He has just put on Twitter, 550 fully vaccinated healthcare workers can go watch Game 7 tonight in Toronto, but if you are fully vaccinated and arrive back in Canada from abroad, you still have to quarantine for 14 days. Hashtag WTF. Ben Hebert. You know, meet. Yes. From Team Cooey in Calgary. He writes, uh, replies, science. <laughs> so I'm just like. It's different science. So I'm tired of. That's why I'm, ti- I'm tired of the argument. I get where they're coming from. I get it. I don't. So I'll hope for the best. Mm-hmm. Sports update coming up next. It's a Monday. We're just getting rolling. It's episode number 495 of Canada's daytime sports talk show. And we'll return in a moment on Game Plus Television Network, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rod. Welcome back, everybody. <clears throat> I'm getting some uh, pushback here on my take on Ryan Reeves. I'm, I'm looking at the video again of what happened last night. I'm trying to remember where all these messages are coming in. Here they are on the Prairie Mobile text line from the 717. Reeves clearly drove his knee into Graves' face while he was on the ice last night. We're really saying he didn't do anything wrong? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What? What's the? He didn't clearly do anything. I didn't. I didn't think it was that bad, Darren. From the 204, James in the 204, Manitoba. If Kadri got eight, what does Reeves get? I don't think he should get anything. You're looking at it again now too, aren't you? On your phone? Yeah. You think you should get something? for? Listen, come on. To sit and predict what the NHL Department of Player Safety is going to hand out on any given infraction is a fool's errand. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, no, it is. Reeves doesn't really have a track record. I mean, cross-checks Grubauer in the back of the head and then throws down Graves. I'm just watching this here one more time. He was given a match penalty on the play. Let's remember that. Okay. He was given a match penalty. Attempt to injure. So I think that comes with one game. But to me, that's dealing with it in the situation for something of that magnitude, right? Supplemental discipline, that's the whole idea here, right? Supplemental discipline is above and beyond what's happened in the game. If you don't take care of it in the game, yeah. then you need to take care of it afterwards. Do, do you feel that they adequately, adequately took care of it with the match penalty and how they handled it in the game, or does it require even more than that? Sometimes you miss it, sometimes it's two minutes, and then you look back at it and it should have been five, and because they didn't, they've got to give them a game now to, to make up for it. I think a game would be, would be enough, if that. I mean, uh, listen, I... It doesn't need multiple games. It just happened last night. I know the whole world doesn't really care about this situation, but it is an eye for an eye. It's still the National Hockey League. Graves knocked Matthias Janmark out of the game with what we... He was a defenseless player. It was a dirty hit. Ryan Reeves was making him answer for it. What are we playing here? On the playground? Are you ready for a sports update? I am. Breaking news from the Canadian Football League today. The Toronto Argonauts announced today that the club has signed American quarterback McLeod Bethel-Thompson, or as we like to call him, McBeth. The 32-year-old most recently played for the Aviators of the Spring League in 2020. The California product is back in double blue after a 2019 season that saw the signal caller lead the CFL in touchdown passes with 26 in just 13 starts. McLeod Bethel-Thompson joined Toronto in 2017 and helped the organization win its 17th Grey Cup that year. 
Okay, back to hockey. The Lightning are off and running in their second-round Stanley Cup playoff series. Barkley Goudreau scored the go-ahead goal in the third period to give Tampa Bay a 2-1 win over the Carolina Hurricanes. Braden Point also scored for the Stanley Cup champions. Did you see John Cooper after the game saying about Barkley Goudreau comparing him to a Jeep? He's a Jeep. Yeah. Sometimes you need guys to get you through the mud. Yeah, he said we can't have 20 Ferraris. Sometimes you need a four-wheel drive Jeep. I got one. That's why. And then the media asked him if he was offended by being called a Jeep. What a stupid question. If they called me a Lada, if they called me a El Camino, I wouldn't care if I was playing in the National Hockey League. I'm here, aren't I? Exactly. Colorado Avalanche picked up right where they left off in the NHL postseason, coming off a four-game sweep of the Blues. Colorado opened round two with a 7-1 win over Canada's team, the Vegas Golden Knights. Connor Frenette scored in overtime to rally the Victoriaville Tigre to a stirring 4-3 win over Val d'Or and a 2-1 lead in the Quebec Major Junior League playoffs last night. Frenette's goal at 7:03 of overtime capped an amazing comeback for Victoriaville, who trailed 3-0 in the third. 2,146 spectators took in the game at Center Videotron. So it is Victoriaville 2, Valdor 1 in the Q final. The fourth game of the series is scheduled for Tuesday night. It just blew my mind for a second. I'm like, the Quebec Remparts playing the Center Videotron. They're still doing a bubble thing, I guess. Right. I thought Rawaz's team was still playing, but they're not. In the American Hockey League uh, Sunday night, Bakersfield beat San Diego 2-1 in overtime. A late collapse by the Toronto Blue Jays saw them lose the second game of their doubleheader versus Cleveland Sunday. Toronto led 4-0 in the sixth inning of the shortened game, but Cleveland scored six in the final two innings to win 6-5. The Jays won the... I know. Is that Clark doing that? Jays won the opener 4-1 on home runs by Teoscar Hernandez and Rowdy Tellez. Did you see Charlie Montoyo after the game? Oh, he backed his guy. Yes. He backed <laughs> he his backed guy. himself. He backed himself, yeah. <laughs> backed his decision to leave well, the kid in. Totally distracted. Well, we just won two or three and two or three. What right. else do you want? It was one bad inning. What the hell? Yeah. I- I'm actually all in on the Montoyo, Atkins, Shapiro regime. I- I'm like, do what you want. They sold me. Right? So I'm not going to sit and second guess every little decision that they make like everybody. Because they-, they clearly they're being paid... They know what they're doing. The Indianapolis 500 was meant to mark the return of some sort of normalcy, at least for the marquee sporting events that Americans find so meaningful. But for Helio Castronovas, Indy provided a professional rebirth that pushed him into an elite club that has welcomed a new member 30 years ago, that last welcomed a new member 30 years ago. Castronovas became just the fourth four-time winner of the Indy 500 on Sunday in front of 135,000 fans at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Did you know that's 40% capacity? 135,000 fans. See what we're learning? That's 40%? Yes. That's insane. That's why... I'm, I'm concerned about the CFL and all of Canadian sports because I'm a block. I'm not that bright. It looks like they're rocking and rolling in America, but I read this story from the American Associated Press that says 135,000 fans is 40% capacity. That's what health officials thought was safe. And I'm like, nope. 40% still good. That would get the CFL to play, but we're not... America, <laughs> we've learned that in the last 15 months, in the way that we think, right? That's right. In terms of protecting people from themselves, like, frankly, I like the American thing of, hey, you're on your own. If you die, that's your problem. Survival of the fittest, I'm okay with that. That's how, that's how I think life is. That's just me. Don't try and cancel me because of my opinion. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Very much up here. It's like, no, we need to protect you <laughs> right. from you. And right. as a mass, we all get lumped into that. And, you know, and so those of us who are above the belief that we want to protect ourselves and I'm taking care of myself, I'm fit, I'm healthy, I should be able to go out. Unfortunately, we're grouped into yeah. that. Arizona 101, the loop around Phoenix. It's like a 90 mile an hour speed limit. And it's a guideline. It's like, you want to go faster th- than that? Go ahead. If you die, that's your problem. You don't want to wear a helmet on a motorcycle? That's your... I'll just stop. You get it, though, right? Yeah. This sports update for the Tab Brew House and Liquor Store, drive through Liquor Store, where I'll be going for lunch today. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you 
Wings. We're starting viewer takeover next, and uh, Johnny Ryan coming up in hour two, Super Bowl champion. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports talk for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. All right. Welcome back, everybody. We're going to start viewer takeover early now. What are you, what are you laughing Set, at? Uh, Bob Marier. What's Bobby doing? Look at his second comment. Oh, boy. That's awesome. Don't put that on the screen. That's awesome. Bobby Marier, sober coach that? to the stars. Look. My mentor. If you're watching this show, you need to check the Facebook comments. Yeah, if you if you weren't swearing, Bobby, I'd put it up on the uh, on the screen. Go Habs! Game seven tonight. Can you believe? Yeah. I, hey, good morning, Michael Quinn. He says good morning, Rod and Darren. Yeah, I am cheering for Montreal tonight, but they're not my team. I'm doing this to troll today. To co-host Darren Dupont, the Leafs yeah. fan, producer Clark, and do all of the Leafs nation out there. Hey, let's just settle in on this for a second. Jamie Nugabauer, one of our writers for our website, rodpeterson.com, told me how he basically said it's win-win tonight as a Leafs fan. If the Leafs win, it's a win. If they lose, he's like, I'm done with this team and my, the rest of my life's set. <laughs> now I know. I'm done with these, with these guys. Like, come on, man. Yeah, have you that's... allowed yourself to think what will happen if the Leafs lose tonight? Yeah. It... You have? <laughs> yes, but been there a thousand times. Right? So it's not going to be anything new. It will suck. It'll just be another scar, another cut. But you're not a fan if you're like, okay, I'm done. Yeah, but when you're a fan of a team, you never leave, no matter how hard it gets, no matter how much your heart gets broken. That's why sports is so great, because we continue to take the punishment day after uh, day, right? <laughs> and we're okay with that. I misread the text. This from the infamous Nugsy, okay. the, the voice of the Notre Dame Hounds. I'm going into this game seeing it as a win-win. If we win, we move on. Good news. If we lose, I don't have to deal with this stress every game. Good news. So I guess he wasn't saying he was moving on. He's just saying it'll be summertime. And he doesn't have to worry I about see. it. I guess, I guess you don't move on. Once you pick, your, you, you, know, you pick your lane, you're stuck there. Even if it's a constant dead end, you made a bad whatever. But you, don't, you can't just flip-flop in the wind to winning teams. Here's Bobby. He says, Hart lives in Montreal. Yeah. From Tacona Pauli in Winnipeg. Says, great troll job. <laughs> Leaves suck, go Habs. <laughs> Again, I will be cheering for Montreal tonight, but I mean, if they were playing for Vegas, I would want Montreal to be roadkill. I just got to pick somebody tonight. Makes it a lot more fun. What are they saying on the poll question, guys? For Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, the daily poll question, who wins game seven tonight? Last we checked, it was like 50-50. What do they got? What are they saying? Hasn't changed. Leafs, 52%. wonder what the ratings will be like tonight for this game. Yeah, through the roof. Like, nobody's watching Boston, New York Islanders. Nobody. Yeah, I know. Oh, I was just saying to Darren about people that get under my skin. Some of them are are our viewers, and I won't name specifically who they are. But the city of Toronto, prior to game five, sending out a message earlier in the day to please not parade in the event of a win in game five, is the most Toronto thing ever. (laughs) Is it not? You know that it is. Oh, yeah. No, well, totally. Rod, they had to. They had to. You don't understand. I don't understand a lot of things. No, I'm, you probably jinxed them by saying that. When we win tonight in game five, don't leave your homes, okay? We're under a stay at home. How about you win the game first? Everybody is watching. So with two minutes left in the game, maybe have the announcers say on television, people, we're going to win the game. Stay home, please. Uh, incidentally, it's not the Stanley Cup. It's round one. We know we haven't got out of it in 17 years. 
It's the most Toronto thing ever. I know. You haven't won. So when you win a game, act like you've been there before, please. Okay? And stay home. Celebrate later if you make the cup final. Yeah, I think that's kind of it. It's like, hey, look, we know you haven't won, but... We this don't is typically parade for a round one victory. Please don't yeah, call it today. It's hilarious. But say, Terry Carrier says, there are other games. That's what I said in the warm-up for E. Cole Electric. Yeah, Bruins Islanders. There's another Tampa Carolina apparently are playing. Whew. Who knew? Johnny Ryan, uh, next hour, Super Bowl champion. And uh, the second half kickoff. It's all coming up after this break on Game Plus. For more Rod Peterson On Demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.